It is a new day. And you are a year older. This is most certainly true. I was <laughs> sick. That's my fuck of the week. Uh, the day of my birthday, I was at work and started to feel a little crappy. And I was like, no, this is not happening. And it was happening. <laughs> um, it was just one of those, ended up being just one of those 24-hour bugs where you're just kind of achy and gross and uh yeah so i was getting ready to come home and you texted me and you were like let's do something nicer for dinner and i was like tonight and because you knew i wasn't feeling well no i said what do you want to do for dinner since it's your birthday no i have the text you said let's do something nicer for dinner because it was literally like pasta or something for dinner was the plan yeah and i said nothing i couldn't even finish my salad at lunch it's how crappy i felt it's like no don't waste your energy on something i'm not going to be able to enjoy and then the next day i gave three speeches in the morning and passed out in the afternoon so that's my fuck of the week is happy birthday to me (laughs) (laughs) uh my fuck of the week what is i got laid off thank you covid yep uh don't think i need to say much more than that no We'll go with that. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, that was the end of last week. So my yes. birthday week really was a giver this time around. Yes. Let's not do that again. Thanks. So we really didn't get to do much. Not only did we have COVID. No, like we didn't have COVID, but COVID is a thing. I was sick and then you laid off. So. Yep. And I wish I was unique, but I'm no, not. You're not. And it's millions of people. Yep. Millions and millions of people. So. Just on the job hunt. That's right. So if any of you listeners know, digital marketing, baby, call me. Fiverr, send me a message. Let's do it. So we, uh, so today, uh, we'll, we'll get into this right after the break, but we have, I thought we would go through and look at 2020 as a whole. We're kind of past inauguration day now. We have, you know, a new president and um, this feels more like the new year to me than um, maybe the new year did. So I thought this would be a good time to go through. And, uh, I asked Richard today to make a list of the top 10 things that he was surprised about or enjoyed in 2021. So that doesn't necessarily mean bad. doesn't necessarily mean good. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's something that's super personal to us, but, um, asked him to make a top 10 list of things that, uh, he was surprised or, uh, excited about in 2020, which we will do when we get back. So how do you want to do this? Back and forth, baby. Starting at 10 or number one? So mine aren't necessarily ordered in terms of like worst to best. No, I just like, I did it like, I guess it is worst to best, but none of mine are like bad, really. Except for number eight and number 10, I guess. But Let's start at number 10 and go up. So. uh, Number 10. I wouldn't say this is like memorable, but for our for our frequent listeners i spend less time in the kitchen than steve does um i try and this was uh, 2020 was yet another year of me trying things and sometimes massively massively failing at things uh in the kitchen but i keep trying so that's number 10 okay <laughs> uh my number 10 is that in 2020 uh scientists found evidence oh my gosh. of uh, microbial life on Mars, as well as water on the moon, um, which for those of you who don't know science or or 
maybe not even have an interest in it. That's huge news in terms of um, discovering like what types of life can survive in what types of environments. And that'll give us insight into like the types of planets that are out there and what can inhabit them at certain points. And it's, that was huge news. So are you going to talk about other things other than us? Yes. Hold on, we took two, way two different... You I have not, some things that are you us. You did not give me specific enough directions. <laughs> um, uh, number nine is I started a new job back in February, um, right before COVID happened. Um, it's been an interesting challenge to learn a new job during COVID. Um, but luckily, luckily, you guys haven't had a lot of pain because of COVID, though. No, but, but you know, I started at the end of February, then we went remote. And so, like, you're still... You don't even know who these people are, and you're on Zooms with them, and, like... So it was really kind of weird and awkward. And then you are trying to learn a whole new product that I've never worked in before or an industry I've never worked in before. So just learning that. And um, if anything, it was actually kind of a blessing in disguise because it made me learn faster. And, you know, we were changing things every day. So um, it's been a good, um, good roller coaster on that one so far. Oh, that'll be me this year, I guess. Yep. Um for me, number nine was the George Strait concert that we had at the beginning of the year. Uh, it was probably one of the one of the last things we were able to do before <laughs> COVID hit and everything shut down. So um, it was also a bucket list item for me to see George Strait in concert. Uh, very much worth it uh, if you guys ever get the opportunity and you like country music. Um, so that was number nine. That was, he did not make my cut, but he was in my head for sure. <laughs> uh, number eight is the elephant in the room. COVID. Everything COVID. Unexpected, painful, more painful than the last week. Um, but there's a couple of mine along the way that are positive COVID related. Um, and so, but yeah, that's for sure changed, changed our whole year. I left COVID out of my list on purpose. Because <laughs> um, it was that amazing? Well, I think it's kind of like expected. <laughs> it is. Um, but my next one is related to COVID. All right. Uh, that the the carbon emissions that the yes, Earth felt that's a good one. Uh, had the lowest ever recorded. Yeah. Um, which I remember when we when we first started COVID, I want to say it was like in May ish. There was images of Venice. Yeah. Circling around, and the waters were clear. Yeah. Um, because there was no boats and there was no pollution, and it was beautiful um and i was like that's really it just goes to show you what we have the capability to do right if we can figure out figure it out yeah that's a really good one uh that was number eight number seven so we took and we might have done this without covid we may not have um i but i think covid forced us to get creative with our weekend time as a family um and so it was i believe it was august we took a Saturday and went to Winterset City Park, which is a small town in um, Iowa, just outside the capital. It, and it and it uh, inside this city park, it has um, one of the original bridges of Madison County. This is also the location of our wedding ceremony um, from five years ago. So it was our five year anniversary last year. Um, Kennedy had never gone to this park. And so we just packed a picnic lunch. We went and played on the playground, and we had a picnic lunch, and we took pictures on the bridge. And um, that's, like I said, may have happened, but uh, regardless of COVID, but I'm glad it did, and I think it'll be something that we continue to do. Maybe not on our anniversary, but yeah. yeah. But I think for that sure. place is special to us, and we want it for sure for her. And so, yeah. 
Number seven for me was, uh, as especially as uh, the inauguration finished, this became more and more apparent to me as um, Black Lives Matter movement became the largest mass movement of in history of anything. Um, I don't necessarily think people think about that. I think they probably remember the violence and a lot of the the terrible things. But uh, as I was thinking about this today, I was like, you know, we still have so much work to do on that front and we are nowhere near where we need to be. But there, so many people stood up and spoke their mind last summer. And then so many people stood up, even a lot in, in Georgia, frankly, um, for their vote as well. And I feel like there's this, ever since the Black Lives Matter movement started, we've seen this shift of, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, but I feel like there's this shift of like people understanding the worth of people who don't look like them. And I feel like that it was very apparent to a lot of people like, holy shit, we need to not mess with black women because they're going to kick my ass. Uh, and they did and they will. Um, I just, I couldn't, I've been alive for 37 years and I've seen a lot of protests and shit in my day. And this, this was such a cool one to watch, like it to watch progress. But like I said, we have a lot, long way to go. But I think the fact that we have an, you know, African American and, and partially Asian American vice president at this moment, who is also a woman is incredible. Yeah. So it's a good one. Uh, my number six, uh, we were able to, in the midst of COVID, get away for a quick weekend to Mexico as a couple. That was our anniversary weekend. Um, happened to work out, and uh, thankful we did. Um, That's number six, huh? Yeah. That's. I'm curious now. I'm curious what your higher numbers will be. <laughs> um, I'd never actually been to Mexico, and so a that was fun to be there and just relax for three days and sit on the beach and um read and walk the beach and yeah it was a good time and it was needed for sure my number six has been the explosiveness that is even in our lives of tiktok <laughs> uh i think in a lot of di- especially with all of the insanity <laughs> of not being able to do things uh it's been a good distraction sometimes um not to mention like as from a marketing world like i yeah. know prior to leaving you know people were talking about advertising on it and like it's just it's totally blown up how um how social works but also like there's a there's like specific communities on that app and for those of you who don't obviously who are not on there obviously won't know what i'm talking about but like um their algorithm tries to identify and show you videos that that thinks i what is similar to you or things that you may be interested in um, no different than necessarily Instagram and when they pull an ad yeah. or based off your search history, things like that. Um, but what happens is like you get these communities, these pockets of people, and sometimes they're bakers and sometimes they're artisans and yeah. sometimes they're, you know, well, I think whatever. What I, I think what not to steal your thunder in this one, but what I think what I think what makes TikTok so different than any of the others when it comes to that particular point is they designed it to be exploratory. Yeah. Whereas the Facebooks, Twitter's is kind of exploratory, but not as much. But like on Instagram, you have to go seek it out. Yep. Whereas this, it starts to learn what you like, and then it 
gives you that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's what makes it even more fun. Yep. And it's actually really, I, I don't know. I would say prior to TikTok going viral was not a very easy thing. Yeah. Like it had to be a very like niche. It was a lot more luck involved. In um, that. Yeah. And not that that's necessarily even an important thing in life really, but, um, you know, just being yourself or maybe for me, I've had two videos go viral on my baking TikTok. Um, and it's just because the, the, and this is what I love about TikTok is people share it. Like they're like, Oh my gosh, this is so great. Steve, I love your s'mores bar recipe. <laughs> and they tag five people in it. Yeah. And then they tag five people in it. And it's not like this. That's the part that I like. It's not algorithm based. It's, it's people really engaging. Um, and it's not like, uh, you know, people also don't like things um, hesitantly. I feel like on Instagram and Facebook, people are like, mm, does that get a like? <laughs> Where on TikTok, it's like candy. Like they give it out. And it's just because it doesn't do anything. It, it just gives love out there. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. That's a good one. Uh, my number five is election day slash election week, um, which is what we'll call it. It, uh, we've talked about it. We had multiple episodes over the last four months about the election. Um, I think it probably kicked off when we talked about the Iowa caucus, us taking Kennedy to that. She was not even a year old, and we kept her up past her bedtime so she could, so A, we could be there, and B, she, she could experience it. She was there when uh, Mayor Pete, soon to be Secretary Pete, uh, won the Iowa caucus, so she'll always have that. Um, and then just us, election day, election night. Um, that Saturday when they called it for Joe, the election night was terrible. It was. We went to. Uh, I will say in hindsight, we definitely went to bed. I was. I would say optimistic because I believe that the numbers would continue to change and get closer, just based on how how the votes had been like, how they were going to be counting them. But I honestly didn't think he would catch up. I thought he'd get close, like super close, but I didn't think he'd catch up. Yeah, Joe. So, um, when I woke up. That next morning, it, it was clear that there was a very good chance it would work out in our in, in yep. the country's favor. Um, and uh, then Saturday, we were outside, and it did. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. So that's my number five. Uh, number five for me was started Bruck & Co. Yay! So my shirt business. Uh, haven't been able to, especially now that I'm unemployed... <laughs> have not actually been able to spend a lot as, as, as much time as you th- would think I would um, <laughs> because of just trying to get myself and that <clears throat> that leg of our family back up on our feet. Um, but I love it. It's fun. It's a really good creative outlet for me. Um, obviously, all good things take time. We're not where we want to be with it yet, but I'm still, it's fun. It's probably, for me, it's probably the most fun business we've done. So yeah, that was number five. Five number four. Um, so a lot of adoption adoptive families do a thing called Family Day, and that's where it's the day that you know, your adoption is finalized, and so it's you, you celebrate your birthdays and Christmases, and then Family Day. And so our Family Day, uh, this is our first Family Day technically this this last year um, in August, and we probably would have had family and friends over. Um, but it was COVID, so we didn't. It was just us and um, Steve and I went out for a quick drink and bite in the afternoon. It was just he and I. Um, and then we brought Kennedy home. And I did we have we didn't have a, did you make a cake? Yep, made a cake. Sure did. That's right. Um, that's right because I ate too much of it. 
Um, and no, I just, I feel like that's going to be one of those things that I look forward to just as much as birthdays and things, just because it's just a, it's a, it's a person, it's, it's a very personal day. I don't, I won't forget, like I had told, I only took the afternoon off that day. And, uh, this guy, uh, Casey, if you're listening, um, thank you for listening. But when I told him why I was taking the afternoon off, he was like, man, that's awesome. And he's got three, three or four kids. And he was just so happy that we were doing that for our family. So family day, number four. Um, <clears throat> there has been number for number four is music. And it's, there has been so much good music this year because <laughs> no one can ever do anything and go anywhere and there's no concerts or anything. But, um, I mean, there's too many albums to list, but the the one that comes to mind, at least for me at the top of my list, was uh, Chromatica from Lady Gaga. Um, such, such a, oh my gosh, it's such a good album from, from beginning to end. And I feel like that was represented on like all spectrums in every category of music because that's pretty much all artists could do was go make music. It's been a, I think it was a big blessing for a lot of people yeah. and I don't know. I felt there was a couple people that didn't release anything, but I was like, uh, damn it. <laughs> like Carrie Underwood, put out a Christmas album, which is fine, but I want an album album. Yeah. Um, and then my other hero, Mark Broussard, uh, he, did he put one out? No. Okay. He put out a bunch of clips and he's, okay. he spent the time writing. So yeah. I think a good one's coming. It's coming. Yeah, for sure. But and Switchfoot spent time in the studio. They got to work. So it's, there's still a lot out there. Yeah. And I think it also allowed us to, a lot of people to, because we're home so much and we're working from home so much, uh, we have the freedom to probably explore music a little bit more. Yeah. So I think it gave people an opportunity to dig into stuff that they haven't really dug yeah. into before. So one of my bands, Wallows, um, their album that they put out this year, they actually named it Remote because they like every, they did everything. It's three different musicians together and they all just worked at their homes and like, did it over the computer. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, da, 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 number three. In February, before COVID, um, I got back on stage for the first time in a long time. So This was on my list, and I took it off. Well, I'm glad I put it on then. Well, because I figured, I was like, that's not really about me. Yes and no, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. So um, there's an event uh, that the Des Moines Register puts on called storytellers and uh you essentially audition and and there's a theme for every show and um i I auditioned and they liked my story so on that particular it was february 25th the day before kennedy kennedy's first birthday and um got to go on stage and perform my 10 minute essentially 10 minute monologue really um on the stage at Hoyt Sherman, which is a very famous um, venue that we've actually seen shows in. And so to to just be on the stage and be backstage and have that experience as a performer was awesome. But then just to be able to go out and for 10 minutes, have this audience waiting for my next word and laughing and crying and then clapping at the end. Like that's definitely at the top one near the top of my list from what also sparked it sparked, it reignited my work in the wanting to speak speaking world yeah yeah which you love yeah um and if you listen to his speech which we should link to uh you'll see he's he's great uh and i don't say that because he's my husband i tell everybody like that that i mean it, he did he had some coaching i think with the the yeah. one register yep. people yep. um so like there was some artistry built into that and it was it was amazing yep. so 
Uh, it's my last geeky one. I'm sorry. <laughs> what else Number happened three. that I didn't note? <laughs> <laughs> you know this one. Uh, we sent a robot to ask to an asteroid and brought back samples. And you didn't care when I told you this. You're like, I hate asteroids. Well, I do hate <laughs> asteroids, and they're a pain in my ass. And honestly, it was not so much the fact that, like, ooh, we had a piece of the rock. What's incredible to me is that this fucker's moving fast. Yeah. And we studied this thing for years to be able to do this. <laughs> and they somehow matched the speed enough to make a landing on it. Yeah. And granted, I know I won't get into how they did that because I, I geeked out when I was reading about this. But um, thanks for coming to my level on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the asteroids are still stupid. I don't care about it as an asteroid. I care that we landed on a moving object, <laughs> took stuff, and are coming home. <laughs> uh, that was my number three. Uh, my number two. So we had we we had long made a commitment to each other that even or you know as we were getting Kennedy that we did not want to sacrifice us time like we knew that us time would become less but we wanted to make sure that um we still went on our dates and had date nights so obviously with COVID that was really really hard to do. So towards the end, mid to end of the year, we started doing lunchtime dates when we could. And that sounds really dumb and like, okay, you went and had lunch together. That's great. <laughs> um, that like that was the only time we could do that, uh, uh, getting out of the house and without Kennedy, without Kennedy, and doing something that was just us. Without and so, without hiring a sitter and which we could have done, but then that's in, that's expanding the bubble, and we didn't want to do that. Right. I'm just saying for people like it. When you, unless you have an alternate plan, someone to watch the kid, the only time you really have to do that is during the day when they're occupied at pre at preschool, school, right. daycare, right. whatever. Which is why we did lunch. Yeah. So that's my number two. My number two is the Biden Harris win election. That's so you had it much higher than from. mine. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think, and the reason I put this on my. Not quite at the top, but just one below is until, what is today? Until yesterday. <laughs> yes, uh, it's today is the day after the inauguration. So I did not realize the heaviness of my soul uh, and the worry that was in my constant life because of who was president at the time doesn't even deserve to have his name dignified um but i put that so high on there because for me that was a sign as contentious as it was and how as close as the election was um although it was only really close it wasn't really even close (laughs) um it it was something that that was that was a, a turning point at least for, for a person with depression like myself, I was talking to my best friend um, and I was like, you know, there's something very cathartic about pushing that person out of the White House. Uh, for a person with depression, it's even more so because you not only are you dealing with your own darkness and all of that, but you're also seeing all of the other darkness in the world too. And you you kind of, as much as you don't want to, you kind of take some of that on with you. Mm-hmm. And that day, there was a weight lifted, 
as was yesterday, obviously with that person leaving the White House. And, yeah. uh, no, I'm not cured by any means, but it was <laughs> it was one of those moments that I'm going to be better, and I know I'm going to be better, and, and it's okay. And it's stupid probably that an, an election would have that much effect on me. But when you take on all of that darkness for four years and your soul feels it, and then you just feel all this weight lifted, yeah. let alone historical, historical monumental things that are happening, it's incredible. Yeah. So that's why it was number yeah. two. That's good. Okay, number one is your top thing. And it's it's really dumb, so I, I readily admit it. <laughs> it's his peanut butter and jelly sandwich he had on Saturday. Which are delicious. Uh, no, it, it's all things Kennedy. And that's a really, it's probably probably pretty big cop-out. But she went from one to two. Um, and like just watching her grow has been the most fun. Her personality has come alive. Um, we've had bumps and scrapes and jumping in the pool with all of our clothes on. And... Uh, food everywhere. We love pasta. Uh, <laughs> we love pancakes. We love bananas. We love milk. Um, we love throwing all of our toys and reading all of the books. Um, and it's just been so much fun. I My number one ha- had a tie because I couldn't choose. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> it could not be. I could not choose between the two. Uh, one, The first one was the same. All things Kennedy. I think I'd be a terrible father if I didn't, you know, even bring up my my daughter once in this list. <laughs> Talked uh, about the asteroid, but <laughs> um, so echo that. I I think uh, to build off of what you said, um, and I posted this on TikTok a couple weeks ago, but um, I've been working from home since March. Um, I'm I'm guessing that's going to continue probably with no matter what employer I I find. Um, but the highlight of my day is going to get her and seeing her come out of that, you know, the door with the little window on the side and she's so happy and, you know, especially the day she brings out art. like, she's so excited to show it to you. Um, it's just little and it doesn't, it, it's just going to go, it's a seven minute drive to pick her up and a seven minute drive home. And it's probably not significant in terms of like things we do. But it's also in COVID when we are stuck at home, it's a getting me out of the house yeah. and seeing her come and excited to come home and be happy. Yeah. And the second one is the Cancun trip. Wow. That was, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that should tell you the importance of travel in my life. I understand. Uh, that was a big, for us, I think we needed that as, as a couple away from our daughter um, as much as that was hard and we were very curious what she was doing every day and um, but it also got me out of the country and it got me to relax in a way that I hadn't yet and keep in mind we were still in all of the election madness at that point yep. terrible terrible stuff um, but it was a it was really it was only a few days but it was utter relaxation yeah. no agenda no responsibilities Um. So, yes, daughter and vacation were <laughs> on the top. Good. So I'm curious to what people are listening. What are the things that consume your top 10 or maybe even your top three if it's if 10 is yeah. too many? I know Richard was like, oh, I only have eight. 
I can't think of I any. I came up with 10. I got it. Um, but <laughs> what are your top things that, whether things you loved or you were surprised they happened or things that really impacted you this year and, and whether you brought you to your knees or something you're super thankful for, we're curious to hear what those are as well. Yeah, share, share, share them with us on our Instagram, Richard and Steve, or on our Twitter, Richard and Steve. And yeah, that'd be awesome to hear. Yes. But anyways, you guys have a great couple of weeks. We'll see you in a, in a few and take a deep breath. We're moving on. Bye guys. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this show and this podcast. We love doing it. We love putting it together. If you would, please do go follow us on Instagram. We are at Richard and Steve or on Twitter. If you would like at fuck is our mantra. And if you really like this, please tell your friends about it. That's how people find us. That's how we get to spread, you know, our stories and our message of, of positivity and inclusiveness and just living life to the fullest. So please do that. And finally, please leave us a rating wherever you're listening. Five stars if you really, really, really fucking loved it. And four if you were kind of like, yeah, it was kind of funny and I'm going to come back next time. So again, thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and we'll chat with you soon.